Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day today, day before Thanksgiving. A lot of people and family are coming down, so I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. And we got a lot of good articles to go over today on this show. And thank you again for the support of Health Masters and making us your number one choice for all your supplement and nutrition needs. We're always here to help you out the best we possibly can. And be sure to check out the product of the week. Y'all voted and it won yesterday, or excuse me, won today, and it'll be getting updated here shortly. And that's the ashwagandha formula. This is a really, really good formula. It helps out with overall stress, mental stressors, and physical stressors, and also can help restore the restore, uh, restore sleep quality as well. So be sure to check this product out. It's a really popular product. It's gotten a lot of feedback over the last year or so since we started carrying it. Definitely recommend it. So be sure to check it out on sale today at healthmasters.com. And also, too, be sure to check out different specials we're going to be having up on the front webpage right now over the next couple days for Thanksgiving sale and Black Friday sale. Also, too, the one kit we put together, our good friend, Pastor Chris Hodges, he likes to do a cleanse fast every single year, which I always recommend at the beginning of the year. It's good to do. And we put together his uh, beginning of the year fasting protocol, which is essentially the GHI cleanse with the ultimate multiple, the C and the omega-3. Really good to bolster the immune system, detox the body, really cleanse out the organs, and really shoot the immune system through the roof starting the new year because it's crucial you allow your body to detoxify at certain times and really cleanse itself out. Out, and that's why this kit we've always recommended and he's done for years and gotten great results from. So be sure to check that out on sale right now as well. And speaking of stress and cleansing out and allowing the body to rest, it's interesting. There was a new study that just came out from the American Psychological Association, and it discussed how the collective trauma has become essentially more of a health emergency than anything that ever happened during COVID now. This is interesting because, you know, we talked about this so much when it was going on and it got so much attention and people were just just burned out. We talked about just the fatigue from it. And they said there are signs of collective trauma among all age cohorts due to the lockdowns and other COVID restrictions. They said the COVID pandemic created a collective experience among Americans. While the early pandemic lockdowns may seem like the distant past, the aftermath remains. The study found that adults between ages 34 and 44 reported the biggest surge in chronic health conditions since the pandemic, rising to 58% in 2023. They said the same age group also experienced the biggest jump in mental health illness as well. And what was interesting about this now is, you know, all the way from the workplace conflict to schools being shut down to the constant fear porn that was projected on the mainstream media every single day to the entire culture that started to ensue and then the push for the demand for the shots. It was traumatic for a lot of people and collectively. A lot of people just, you know, kind of just brushed it off. People pushed through it and grinded through it. But the truth was, especially for the younger generation, it was rough. You know, I knew some people that I mean they just they they couldn't work, they didn't do anything. I mean it was it was bad. And then you had the kids with school and the mass mandates for those kids when they went back and continually causing all this trauma. And that's was kind of the question that everybody's now asking and why I really, really make sure to encourage people to ask this later on if we ever see something even remotely like this occur again is that, you know, is it worth what they did 
and was it okay? And the answer is absolutely not. Whenever you start having a group of individuals that tell you this is what you have to do, there's no other deviation, there's no other option, there's no nutrient or supplement you can take whatsoever, nothing works, the only thing you can do is stay at home, you know for a fact that they're straight up lying to you about everything at that point. And we knew it from the very beginning, except just a lot of people were so terrified through fear through trauma that they were afraid to stand up and push back and that's why you had some areas that people just were so just compliant ironically enough and sadly enough and so again that's what's interesting for the american psychological association over here they're discussing this now how this has been a outstanding long-going thing as far as with health and uh, the younger generation took the biggest hit on it also to another news this is interesting as well the topic of far as far as the aspect of what we see now with these shots and what's continually starting to occur with them with the undermining of the immune system and the increase in excess deaths and what a lot of people have continually failed to address and talk about is that especially in young children with a normal infection the body's going to clear itself in a couple days and build an immunity what's going to happen with it and we're seeing now that these shots are persisting in the body with all age groups they're continually causing more and more health problems long term the blood vessels the cardiovascular events the blood clots all these problems are becoming a serious issue and it's crazy enough because i was reading an article here now that basically is out of um, europe and it's from the euromomo which is an official database of deaths in europe and what's crazy about this it's showing that Europe is seeing explosion and sudden deaths among children and babies. And essentially, we've seen now what's going on with these young kids coming down with heart attacks and myocarditis. They said the sudden deaths among children across Europe were negative, meaning they were lower when compared to the previous average. And what's crazy about this is so through 2020, if you look at the scale from Euromomo, there was a 330 fewer children died than expected in 2020. So on this graph scale, they have expected rates of deaths, just part of it. That's what they have on there. And so in 2020, ironically, during COVID, the children actually had a lower death rate as far as the amount of kids that actually died. 330 fewer children died than expected. And what's interesting is the trend was almost immediately halted once the European medicine system allowed emergency use authorization of the COVID shot. You push in all the way to May 28th, 2021, and it still had a negative effect as far as there were less than like the negative, like 300 kids less than than would have expected have died. Fewer children died than expected. Well, once you get into mid 2021, the number spikes. It goes all the way up to excess of 685 children died than expected well then you get into 2022 and the number goes straight up by 2022 you had 1385 kids more excess deaths than expected in young children ages 0 to 14 so you went from negative 330 in 2020 to almost 1400 positive in 2022 and the numbers continually skyrocketing through 2023 right now and it'll be way over that by the end of the year and so this is something that again is collectively a serious problem in society right now that nobody's wanting to really address anywhere but these numbers don't lie these numbers are showing there's a serious problem and an immediate uptick when the shot was rolled out which is why it is so important again you really encourage people and you talk to people especially if they have children to get the truth out there and make sure they're not allowing their children to be injected with this toxic toxic stuff because there's going to be some serious side effects as we're already starting to see because remember 
we're in the very, very beginning phase of essentially this experiment with a shot. We're at the very beginning phase. This thing's only been rolled out now for two years. That's it, a little over two years, two and a half years. This is an early phase. Most clinical trials for vaccines go four to five years. Just the clinical trials, not even the field tests. The clinical trials are four to five years. We're two and a half years in the shot. We're halfway through a clinical trial, meaning by 25, 26, you're really going to start seeing the side effects of this thing explode, especially among young children. And so that's why it's so important now to really wake them up and make sure that parents are doing their due diligence and doing their research and protecting their children. What do you think, Dad, and how are you doing this morning? Oh, Austin, I'm doing absolutely wonderful. The um the sad part about this is, uh, you know, is what you just said. The clinical trials on these vaccines can take up to a decade just to see what happens long-term-wise. Remember a few years ago they were doing that, that hormone replacement therapy using those synthetic hormones with women. And the results after about 10 or 15 years were so bad they had to stop all clinical trials because of the amount of heart disease they were creating and different types of diseases that were being done by the doggone hormones they were giving these women. And so they said they recommend they stop the entire study. And that's after, that's after a decade. And so we don't have any idea what's going to happen with these young children. We don't have any idea. Well, that's not true. We have a generalized idea of what's going to happen. We have a generalized idea of the side effects. We have a generalized idea of what's going to happen as far as infertility. You know, remember we had all the kids with a thialamide back in the 50s that ended up having, you know, short limbs when they were born, you know, little short stubby arms or short little stubby legs. Uh, that was one of those things. We had the diethylstilbestrol they gave the pregnant women to stop miscarriages, and we had an entire generation of children that couldn't have children. We had a, that was an entire generation of women who couldn't basically have kids, and we had an entire generation of boys that ended up with testicular cancer until they stopped that, they stopped that, 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 that the use of that product, that product the DES. I remember one time I was in a clinic, I think it was in Ohio, I can't remember, and Sharon was going through infertility. We had to go through infertility specialists and all that kind of stuff because her mom had taken diethylstilbestrol when she was pregnant with Sharon. Uh, my mom had also taken diethylstilbestrol when she was pregnant with my sister, and my sister never had any kids. Uh, this, this, this goes on and on and on. It's a gift that keeps on giving. And, and what they do is when they were able to take this and they have these spike proteins attack the testicles and attack the ovaries, it's going to massively reduce fertility. And it's going to also cause a massive problem with hermaphrodites. Because you're not going to get the proper secondary sexual characteristics in these children. In other words, they're not going to know if they're a boy or they're a girl or whatever because they're not going to have the hormones released by their testicles or by their ovaries that they need to have released due to these shots potentially, which could cause another huge problem with these children wanting to have their genitalia removed or start on hormone replacement therapy for the opposite sex. That's why they're priming all of this stuff in addition to the religious reasons because they believe that their god is an hermaphrodite. You know, when we did Angel Wars, and I keep referring back to that pretty much in every broadcast because it's something that everybody needs to listen to because they're, they're, they're finding artifacts now from ancient civilizations all over the planet. We cover that in Angel Wars. I talk about the spaceships and all the other things that are underneath the water and all the stuff that, that they're hiding on this planet right now. All of this stuff we cover on the show, and that's, again, remnants of that ancient technology from Angel Wars. The advancement of civilization we think is so great right now is a mere fraction of what it was in the pre-Adamic race. You know, we talk about, you know, Pluto talks about, you know, you know, Atlantis and how it was sunk into the sea and how it had this giant energy stone or whatever they call it, if I remember right, above it, which powered the entire city. All of these technologies were available at one time, and they're not any longer as far as they're not in the public domain. 
They were even so bold when they used the Maxwell Field equations back in the 1800s to remove them from the public domain so that people could have access to them. And what that Maxwell Field equation did, it would plot a different destination in a different dimension in space-time. And so it, would, it made us realize very quickly that we weren't alone and there were multiple layers of, de- of, of dimensions. I've got a good friend of mine. Known since high school, he's a top military guy. I mean, guys, he's a brilliant strategist, brilliant, brilliant soldier. And he was talking about, you know, I sent him a song last night, you know, sing it louder. It's, it's a Hosanna song. It's, it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal song. I'm going I'm to post it on the, on the website. It's called Raise a, Raise a Hallelujah. And he was telling me this morning, he says, you know, when we were in the trenches and we were fighting, he says, yeah, I, I was counting on the guy beside me and the guy you know, on, on both sides of me to help me to you know, stop the enemy. And I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read you this. I'm gonna read you this thing. He goes because he's very brilliant. He goes. He goes. He goes. It's a very hopeful song. He said, "I found the only thing that pushed the darkness away was to stay direct fire on the enemy, and he's a soldier, and then close and taking their lives. My hope was in the guy on the left and on the right." And then I said, "You're right, but that's in this life. Remember, we don't die. We just move on to the next dimension. So I guess hope for eternity is perhaps our long-term goal." I said, "This life goes by really fast. It's hard to believe our ages." Yesterday, we were in high school, and he goes, truly, Ted. And see, that's the thing we need to understand is that this life that we're in is just a tiny little speck of the life that we're going to lead. Remember, if you live 100 years here and you live a billion years in the next dimension, just to give you a number to quantify, this life becomes statistically insignificant because it's such a tiny fraction of eternity. So always remember that. Always be prepared to give an answer. Why do you believe in God? Well, because we have a 13-dimensional brain, okay? It didn't evolve from a, you know, from the slime. We were created and put here in the image of God Almighty, and that's why this Earth is what it is. That's why we have a pre-Adamic race. That's why we find these ancient artifacts of all these advanced technologies. All this stuff is because God was here before, and there was a giant war in the cosmos, and God sent His only Son to when He reestablished the Earth to basically to allow us to come back to Him. What does that all mean? Well, see, and here's the thing too. You know, and, and the Bible says more simply than that, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And I'm paraphrasing that. But, but that's the thing we have to understand is that this earth that we're in is kind of like a, you know, it's kind of like a, it's more of a realm. I, I, don't, I don't really consider it a planet. It's more of a realm. And it's a geographic, you know, it's a holographic, you know, universe of what, we're, what we live in, the universe of, of, you know, of just energy. And once we understand that and we understand who and what we are in God's creation, it makes us more, you know, attuned as to what we need to do on this world and this life in order to stay part of God's creation and be back with him as one. That's why we talk about that on this show all the time, because it's – and that's why and, – you know, here's, yeah, here's the thing, and this, this is kind of – I'm, I'm just going to – I'm going to fuss for just one second – there are a lot of other shows out there that people listen to. How many of them talk to you about pre-Adamic races? How many of them don't pump fear porn into you? I'm telling you this, and I've told you this repeatedly. We're not going to have a thermoglobal nuclear war. We're not going to have an asteroid hit the planet and destroy it. Okay? We're not going to have – it's just not going to happen. All right. And so don't allow fear porn. We're not going to have you know, Planet X, which – it may be in existence. I have no idea. But come by and destroy the planet. All this fear porn. We're not going to have the United States split in half, you know, and you know, and have a giant lake in the middle, and you have to be up in higher ground. Okay, first of all, stop for one second. In the event that that happened, and in the event that we all get to check out and leave, 
what by worrying about that are you going to do for your current existence? <laughs> Just ask you the question. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna, if if we're not getting out of here anyhow alive, which we're not, none of us make it out alive unless God comes back and you know pulls us up, you know, to heaven. If we're not getting out of here alive anyhow, why worrying about that is going to make a bit of difference? If the end thing is we get to leave here and be with Jesus and God for all of eternity, and that's our victory in Christ, because death of death, where is thy victory and where is thy sting? Then why are we even concerned about any of this stuff as far as how long we're going to live or what we're going to do or the, how the lilies of the field are more adorned than Solomon and who by worrying can add a single moment to their life? That's the thing here. Now, does that mean we have to make bad choices? No. Always make good choices. Always stay prepared. Always have some storable food on hand. Also have a supply of your supplements. You need that. Also have a supply of water. You know, stay, keep yourself the best you possibly can out of debt. You know, this morning we had to get some. We had to do some sheetrock repair at the house, and got a little can of texture, a little can of sheetrock texture. I couldn't believe it. It was almost thirty dollars. I, I was shocked. I, I thought it'd be like six or seven dollars. But that's the world according to Joe Biden. That's the world according to trillions of dollars being pumped into the economy. For COVID, and notice we didn't get the trillions. <laughs> we the people, we the people who had to borrow the money, didn't get the trillions. Just thought I'd mention that. I mean, if they sent us all three or four hundred thousand bucks each or whatever they would have done, I'd be like, okay, let's go out and buy some stuff. It'd be fun. But they didn't do any of that. You know, the big banks and a lot of these big institutions are the ones who got the majority, and the, mil- and the military-industrial complex got it. But not, I'm not going to digress on that today. But here, here's another good article. It says more problems with the banks. J.P. Morgan Chase and Bank of America and Wells Fargo have all had their ratings downgraded. I find that interesting because these are some of the Federal Reserve banks, <laughs> and the Federal Reserve runs the country, and the organizations which rate these different company, different different banks are the same organizations that are owned by these same companies. So it's just it, it's mind-boggling to me this circular reasoning that they've done. Now Leo Holman, who I really like, by the way, he wrote an article. Now, I'm going to read you part of this. I'll give it back to Austin. He goes, with all the talk about Russia, China, and Iran, who's really responsible for destroying the United States of America? And he goes, this is a Thanksgiving manifesto. As we celebrate Thanksgiving and near the close of another year, it's a good time to reassess and also to resolve. It's only through individual resolve on the part of enough Americans that we can ever get back on the right path. We must resolve to get ourselves and our families on the right path before we can worry too much about this nation that seems destined for self-destruction and marching headlong into digital slavery. Now, here's the questions. Did the Chinese take away our rights after 9-11? The answer is no. Did they right introduce and quickly pass the Patriot Act? No, which gave the government never before obtained access to our private lives, pat us down, lecture us on safety without even get the proper search warrants. The Chinese didn't do that. The Rothschild banking cartel did all that because they control Congress. Remember that. Did the Chinese create the secret FISA court by which our government can sneak around spying on us? Uh, no. Did Vladimir Putin and the Russians take away our rights during the recent man-made pandemic? Uh, no, that was Donald Trump and Joe Biden who were both cutouts. Did the Iranian mullahs open our borders to allow deadly drugs, human traffickers, and Islamic sleeper cells to enter the United States illegally? Uh, no. That was our government again being controlled by the international banking cartels and all the dual citizens we have in Congress. Did the Iranians pass the Refugee Act of 1980, providing a legal framework for people to enter into the United States legally from nations that hate us and hate our Christian values, thereby setting the stage for future lawmakers like Representative Elon Omar, who's another cutout, to become members of the city council, state legislatures, even Congress, where they work to take away more God-given rights? 
well, this is they're, again they're blaming this on the on the Muslims, which is not true. Is that the North Koreans who are now mustering all of their resources, calling in all of their favors in a monumental attempt to disarm Americans and negate the Second Amendment, even as criminals are being let out of jail and the crime is rampant? Uh, no, the latest ban on bulk ammo sales is not basically being passed by North Korea or Iran. <laughs> I love this guy's writing. It's not being passed by Iran or Russia or China. It's being bad, pushed by the communist, satanic, synagogue of Satan, Joe Biden, pedophile group that's running the country right now. Did any of our above foreign entities allow the president of the United States to claim for himself, starting in the late 60s and growing with each administration, unprecedented new emergency powers to suspend habeas corpus, detain dangerous persons within the United States, censor news travel, and prevent international travel? Uh, no. So that's it. Our rights were swiped to continue to be taken away by corrupt political prostitutes in Washington and in state capitals across this great land. If our elections are still legitimate, then we can only assume that these corrupt elected officials are reflective of our own decaying moral principles because we've allowed them to take away our God-given rights after 9-11. And again, during man-made pandemic, the tyrants have been emboldened, and they have very detailed plans to finish the job by taking – over not just America, but every free country left on the earth, and merging them into a global technocratic superstate based on mass surveillance and zero respect for dissenting opinions. So let's resolve this Thanksgiving to reject tyranny and return to the freedom given to us by our forefathers and by God Almighty, who set sail on the, the sail on the Mayflower. They took radical action and trusted God, heading into a future fraught with unknowns. They didn't place their hopes in trying to reform what had become an oppressive system back in their homeland. They started anew. I'm not sure you guys read the rest of this. It's very, very important. It also goes on to say that Barack Obama was an expert at this. This, In his book, Stealth Invasions, he had documented an event that almost nobody paid attention to at the time in April 2015 during the Obama administration, sponsored a conference titled The New National Integration Plan, Making the Most of Historic Opportunity. They seized on this opportunity to transform America to remake it in the image of their godless Marxist leader, Barack Obama. Now, Remember, Barack Obama was a cutout by the Rothschild banking cartel, as are all presidents of the United States since John F. Kennedy and Ronald Reagan. Just thought I'd mention that to you. It's all the same group running all the same show, and they want that new Atlantis, that new world order. They want that one group of people monitoring and running everything underneath Lucifer, underneath this entities, these entities that are in these other dimensions that are imprisoned here on this planet. We talked about that in Angel Wars. Always remember that because our battle is not against flesh and blood. But as we look to this Thanksgiving Day tomorrow, we need to realize that we need to give thanks to our families and to our friends and to our loved ones for all they've done for us all the days of our lives and their lives because we're only here for a brief amount of time anyhow. So we might as well enjoy family and friends to the best of our abilities and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, including stand firm against this tyranny and continue to point it out and push it out as we do on the Ted Nelson Brower Show. Also, thank you at the beginning of the show for your support of Health Masters. That means, the, that means the world to us. If you weren't doing what you do as far as getting your supplements and your toothpaste and all the rest from us, we couldn't be here to bring you these types of messages. Thank you. I love you guys. And again, I wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I'll come back in a few minutes after all this the next segment, but I just want to get that out to you this morning that we are the answers. We are the tip of the spear. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Well, that was excellent, man. And you're 100% right. You know, we can't do this without you guys. And everybody, when you start having groups that are like-minded and they start working together, it can make a huge difference. 
And that's why you see these other groups, these hardcore leftist groups, what they've done in the school systems, promoting their perverted ideology. The concept goes both directions. That's why they've been so effective, because the only thing for evil men to succeed is for good men to do nothing. And that's why good men have to come together. Good women have to come together. They have to be like-minded, and they have to be going towards the same goal. And that's why I think the United States has fallen off for many years, because everybody kind of got into this ideology where it just didn't really matter what anybody did, didn't matter what anybody said. But then you still had these groups behind the scenes that were working together to push an agenda. And COVID got a big wake-up call to a lot of people. And I was talking to Doug Hagman about that the other day. I'll, I'll be on his show tonight. we got a lot of cool stuff we're going to be covering, the hell stuff we're going to be covering. And uh, you know, we talked about that before with him, though. And you know, me and him discussed how these groups – have really been exposed because people in most cases really woke up during COVID and realized something wasn't right. You know, parents finally for the first time actually got involved with their school boards and saw what these curriculums were doing, what was being promoted, the common core, this, this critical race theory and all this other insane ideology pumped into the children's minds every single day for years on end. We saw it. And they expose themselves, especially when they went hardcore on trying to do their psychological operation with the masking of children. Those individuals, those sickos that were in the school systems, a lot of them have been voted out now in Central Florida here, by the way. They knew the mask did not work. I went up to the school board at the meeting in 2021 and ended up reading a dozen research studies that discussed how the mask in clinical studies – did not prevent transfer of influenza. There were also studies showing that did not slow the spread of COVID. All these different studies, I ended up throwing a whole stack on the table. It was like an inch thick. I left them on there. I said, you guys can read through all these. I said, lest you think you're doing something positive, here's the articles to rebuttal what you're doing. And again, that was the final draw that they finally backed off and they didn't mandate it anymore. But there were many, many schools all across the country that still tried to force these five and six and seven year olds. And I remember there's a nurse that got up there that was that really raised cane as well. And she said, these children are not medical workers. They've not been trained properly on how to scrub down as far as what they're doing with, you know, equipment, protective equipment with masks and gloves. They're not trained. These are five and six year olds. She goes, the equipment that is used in the medical community that you guys are trying to replicate here has special training and staffing that handles it, and it's constantly thrown away and new new gears put on all the time, new masks, new gloves, constantly, all day long. This concept of having a mask that you essentially stick on a child all day while they're drooling and spitting in it, they're taking it off to eat, and they're going to the bathroom, and it's falling on the floor, and they're putting it on, it was disgusting. It was absolutely counterproductive mentally and physically, and that's why parents have to start being vocal about this stuff. Just thought I would throw that out there. Also, too, in other news, Target <laughs> is getting slammed again. There's now several pictures that have been released now of their woke decorations on their platform. One basically is now a they have this giant blow-up dart Santa Claus, like a black Santa Claus in a wheelchair. I don't know what the heck that's all about because they're trying to be inclusive with this now. And now they have transgender and gay nutcrackers. I'm not even going to get into that. These videos posted with the pride flags and tranny flags. <laughs> and stuff like nutcrackers. I, 
I don't really know. I mean, I, I that's I mean that's open for a whole lot of jokes right there. I'm not even going to go into. But I mean, it's kind of like, dude, really, guys, come on, like that's that's really what you're going to put up there. That's really the Christmas spirit that you're putting out. But again, this is what Target does. This is how they do things. This is why, again, I've told you guys, I stopped supporting them a long, long time ago. Then once they got everybody's attention with their their perverted, you know. Uh, swimsuits that they had, their tuck-friendly swimsuits and their other weird childhood, you know, homosexual perversion push that they were pushing in Target and their tranny push. A lot of people, I think, realized that Target wasn't the company they want to support. That's why I always encourage you guys to support local companies and online companies to continue to speak the truth and continue to value your rights. You know, you may not know what every company does behind the scenes. It's virtually impossible to know that. But it's one thing's for sure. When you know a company blatantly comes out and shoves in your face and goes, this is what we do. This is what we're promoting. Kind of like when Starbucks CEO came out, when the whole conf- con- like conflict was going on back in 2012, 2013 about open carrying and firearms and the constant push again from the leftists to disarm everybody. He came out and said, if you support the Second Amendment, you want to carry a firearm, we ask you take your business somewhere else. We don't want your business. We essentially don't support the Second Amendment. And I went. I never was a Starbucks person anyway, so I went, well, golly, you don't have to make it any more clear, brother. (laughs) I got the memo, made sure I got the memo, and I told everybody about the memo, and yet you still have people going to Starbucks that are patriots. You still have them going in churches, even with all the weird mythology they have and the weird stuff they have with the, the, the their, their whole sign and their symbolism and everything. They still have it. And that's embarrassing to me because, again, I'm not a coffee drinker, but quite frankly, there's a lot of other places you could go and support local coffee if that's what you want to do besides some perverted you know, Seattle-based coffee house that basically tells you we don't want your business if you support the Second Amendment. Just thought I would throw that out there. Also, too, rolling back some another news story on uh, nutrition. This is, again, another study comes out dubbing the Golden Spice turmeric is incredibly good at reducing cancer cells in the body along with various conditions including allergies, arthritis, depression, digestive orders, liver disease, and respiratory infections. Besides its relation to curry, turmeric's claim to fame comes from a long history of medical use. Turmeric boasts a wide range of beneficial properties including antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial, neuroprotective, anti-diabetic, and anti-carcinogenic effects. According to studies, these properties can to curcumin. It's turmeric's main active ingredient, and it can be also be responsible for reducing cancer cells in the body, according to this study. And what's crazy about this, this is one of the reasons why we have the super high-dose turmeric curcumin in the GHI cleanse. There's a reason why we carry the turmeric extract, the super critical extract, on the website that's unbelievably strong. I've told you guys before, that single-handed product, well, not single-handedly, but contributing to, has helped out Lana with her seasonal allergies so, so much. Along with that, also t- detoxifying products like this chelation therapy and magnesium brain food has also, also helped her out. But I remember when I first met my wife in college, you know, seasonal allergies down here in Florida affect a lot of people, especially with the pollen, the oak trees. If you've ever been down here when the pollen blooms and oak trees and there's orange pollen on everything and the cars turn orange. It's disgusting. I'm not going to lie. It's nasty. And you're breathing it in and people are coughing and hacking and eyes watering all day. And her allergies were horrific. I mean, she could barely even go outside. And so we continually hammered the turmeric every single season that this was happening. And it made a tremendous difference to the point now she really doesn't even have much allergies anymore. And she was running super high dose of the turmeric force and the GHI cleanse every single day of really high doses. But yet it 
it reduced that inflammation. It got her body able to handle the influx of the pollen and what was going on with the allergies, and it massively was able to get her under control as far as without having this huge inflammatory response because that's what it is. The eyes watering, the sneezing, the coughing, it's inflammation response from the body, and that's why it's so important if you're having issues like that. You've got to look at proper supplementation. Alongside that, turmeric is fantastic for liver health. Again, that's why it's in the GHI cleanse. That's why that product is so popular and so many people use it for fasting, for detoxification, for gut health. That's why I highly recommend it for anybody in your cupboard. It's a regular supplement, especially a lot of times. Like I said, every morning for me, I usually eat a couple eggs and a GHI shape. That's pretty much my staple that I've eaten for a very long time. Sometimes I deviate if I'm you know, away or on a trip or working or something. But overall, it really helps out reduce the inflammation in the gut. It increases digestive properties, and it really, really aids in reducing the inflammation of the body. Also, too, in other news, this is something interesting as well. Speaking of inflammation, a new study came out of 1,388 women with hand arthritis, and what they found And the vast majority of the women that had severe hand arthritis or rheumatoid arthritis is that they had higher levels of bad bacteria in their body and lower levels of the really positive bacteria in their body. And they found that anti-inflammatory lifestyle obviously has been shown to help grow healthful bacteria in the colon and can treat rheumatoid arthritis. And so what they found is the higher increase of positive probiotic and positive bacteria in the body – the lower amount of arthritic conditions and inflammation that was in the body. This is why I've told you guys so many times it's so important to have a good, healthy probiotic formula in your lifestyle because, you know, a lot of times you can, you know, eat like organic kefir and some yogurts and stuff like that. But in general, the amount that you're getting is usually not very high. And on top of that, you're not eating that stuff all the time. That's one of the reasons why we have the three different probiotic formulas. We have the probiotic DF, the 300 billion, the the, yeah, 30 billion, excuse me. We have the probiotic 100 billion and the probiotic 350 billion, which is primarily used for people if they've been on an antibiotic cycle. The 100 billion is really good for situations like this if you're trying to get probiotics in the body to get arthritis or get inflammation under control. And then the regular probiotic DF is a really good just standard daily supplement. But I always highly encourage that because what we've seen now over the years, the gut brain mechanism that we have and the gut and the rest of the body it's really really intertwined and it makes a much bigger difference than most people think it is that's why i've told so many people in the bodybuilding industry to get the sucralose out of your diet the sucralose is unbelievably toxic to the body and it's in everything i feel like in the the bodybuilding and health industry now it's crazy and that stuff it releases chlorine into the digestive tract and it literally wipes out the good bacteria in the body. So again, something to look at, something to address. And if you're having issues like that, the turmeric for the arthritis and inflammation is incredible, along with the probiotic formulas that can really help make that inflammation cascade come down and feel a lot better. Because quite frankly, I mean, you know, you want to be able to be effective. You want to be able to do things. And arthritis, I've talked to people that have had severe arthritis, and I understand it's very debilitating. So anything you can do to mitigate it, and on top of that as well, cutting out nightshade family foods that's you know eggplants artichokes tomatoes got to cut those things out if you're trying to reduce inflammation especially if you have arthritis and also to cutting out sugar 
cutting out caffeine and cutting out alcohol. Those are also three huge factors if you're trying to reduce inflammation in the body and you're trying to get arthritic or joint issues under control. Just something I thought I would throw out there today to kind of encourage people right now, especially in this season where a lot of people are trying to get healthy for the end of the year or starting next year. A lot of good information. Anything you want to add to that, Dan? Well, yeah, the nightshades for the rheumatoid arthritis are critical. It's the eggshell, the eggplants, the bell peppers, tomatoes, white potatoes. And sweet potatoes don't really fall in that category, but white potatoes do. I mean, every once in a while, that's fine. But if you've got rheumatoid arthritis, you need to avoid it. I remember there was this big old um, boy up in North Carolina that I used to know, and I don't really haven't talked to him in years. But, you know, he had basically got himself up to about 450, 500 pounds and had to want to have gastric bypass surgery done. And he was a total physical wreck. And I remember he'd lost, you know, 300 pounds or whatever it was. And uh, his primary food was white potatoes. He still loved to gorge himself on white potatoes, and he was filled with rheumatoid arthritis. And he, but he was completely undisciplined. I mean, the guy would just, just it was awful. He just, just you make all kinds of commitments, and never keep, et cetera, et cetera. But that's another story, another whole show. And I kept telling him, you know, you need to stop eating these potatoes. And he wouldn't do it. And uh, he was just debilitated. Finally, he, he was having a hard time walking and moving, and it didn't make any difference. He was so addicted to potatoes he, he couldn't stop uh, and you think well, no you're kidding i'm not kidding i'm not joking he, he could he could have looked it up himself you know white potatoes cause rheumatoid arthritis but he didn't look it up and he wouldn't stop and, uh, and finally i've got you know stopping the association i had with him because he was helping me with a place up in north carolina a little bit but but not really because he would never he had never follow through on the commitments he had made simply because he was too sick to do that and uh, it was it was a sad situation but i've seen that repeatedly with it's not just with him it's with a lot of people. I mean, I've seen people literally blind themselves and give themselves brain tumors eating aspartame. And often, again, you know, that's, that's the stuff in the blue packages. And then Austin and I both see people who basically had all kinds of health problems, including intestinal problems, you know, by using Splenda, which is, good, which is a chlorocarbon. We talked about it in depth last week. And, and, I've, and I've seen people just destroy their own health. You know, stevia is the best choice, but in some things, stevia doesn't taste good. Sweet and low, the stuff in the pink, the saccharin, it's okay in moderation if you drink a lot of water, but it's not something you should be drinking or eating on an ongoing basis either. But remember, a lot of these supplements that are on the market, they're like Austin said earlier, they're sweetened with sucralose, and they're poisonous as far as I'm concerned. You should never put them in your body. I mean, why would you put a chlorocarbon or a pesticide into your body to destroy your gut floor? Now, let me talk about this one more time, and Austin just mentioned this. There's a gut-brain connection. And all of that bacteria in your gut works and talks to the brain. You know, they're not connected by nerve cells, but it's done through scalar energy fields. And, and basically, there's this correspondence between the gut and the brain. The Bible even says it this way, as a man thinketh in his heart or in his gut, so is he. And so, so many people don't realize that if they get a gut that's messed up and they destroy all the, basically, the, the organisms in their gut that, that are important, the proper bacteria, they're going to have all kinds of problems with their brain and with, basically, depression. And I've seen it over and over and over again. That's why I take the 350 billion that we have, you know, antibiotic. Not, I should call it antibiotic relief, is what it is, because it helps to restore the chlora, the flora in your, in your intestines, if you have been on antibiotics. And it's very, very important that you take something like that. I, I take one of those about every other month. I go through a pack of them. I don't take them every day. Uh, because it's just a pricey product, and and, I, and you don't need that much, especially when you're pumping in 350 billion. I mean, people say we have a million live organisms in our product. That one has 350 billion. That's why it's pricey. We have to bring that one out of Belgium. We can't even get that stuff made in the United States. So all of these things are really important for proper gut health and proper gut microbiome. 
you have three to four pounds of gut microbe, and all that works together with your brain and central nervous system to communicate with your brain. And maybe, perhaps, I don't know, because we don't really have the research on this, that gut microbe is being told by the brain on which nutrients to release from the food that's being dissolved and digested by the gut microbe. But we know that, you know, different B vitamins and different, you know, supplements are basically absorbed in different parts of the intestinal tract. Perhaps that gut has something else to do with that. And also remember one more thing too with gut health. If you have improper gut health, you know, and your and your gut is toxic, you know, and you got you're not having bowel movements like you need to, that but that gut is attached to the portal vein, which goes directly into the liver. And I've got a friend of mine who was hospitalized just a few months ago with an inflamed liver with a giant cyst on his liver near the portal vein because his colon was so toxic and they had to go in and do surgery on him and put shunts inside of him and drain his liver from the pus that was being caused by his colon that was being infected. Uh, not making this stuff up. I, I, it just happened to someone that I know a few months back, and he was in the hospital. And they had told him that he had to have a large chunk of his colon removed, and he had have to have a colostomy bag for the rest of his life. And I said, well, you can choose that route, and there are other things you can do from a natural standpoint to help restore the health of the colon. And so I told him what to do, it, and he did it, and he still has his colon. Now it's been months later, and he's doing pretty good. But the reality is, is that you know, he had to go straight organic food. He was eating a lot of junk, drinking a lot of sodas, eating a lot of high fructose corn syrup, BC powder, all of the rest of that stuff, which is so hard on the gut. And finally, we got him t- dialed in with his diet. And now he's doing pretty good with it. He's actually pretty healthy again. But what would have happened had he not known me? Well, you know, by the grace of God, he's a friend. And, you know, I had the ability and the knowledge to tell him what to do. And we were able to fix all of that stuff. But how many other people have colostomies? I remember years ago, I was at a, I was at many years, it was decades ago. I was at a medical supply house and I was actually getting some surgical rubber for a wrist rocket slingshot. <laughs> Don't ask me why. Long story. It had to do with Austin 21. And, and, and so I was over there, and there was this huge roll of that. I mean, it, <laughs> Bro, why you got to put me out there like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you a funny story in a second. But, 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 but anyhow, so we ended up uh, – <laughs> we ended up basically having this. So I'm buying this wrist rocket slingshot stuff. And this, so this roll, there's a Rolodex there that has all the, this is before everything got computerized. And it, 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 was, it was huge. It was like you know, 5,000 people on it. And I asked them, I said, what the heck is this? Is this your database? Your data list? Your, this is your user base, your consumer base? He goes, no, that's just the people in this area that have had colostomies and have to have supplies for colostomy bags. Over 5,000 names just in my little town of Winter Haven. And I thought, what the heck? That's how prevalent it is. Now, back to the wrist rocket slingshot story. I'm in Africa with Sharon, and we're on safari. I think we were at Amboseli National Park, and we were also outside. In a, it, was, it wasn't a tented camp here. It had like a little hut you lived in, whatever. And I remember I was walking to dinner one night with Sharon. We were there for a couple of nights, and we just got back off safari. We seen a bunch of lions and all that kind of stuff that day, out in the wild and a jeep. It was fun. And another quick sidebar. And I'll stay on track, trust me on this. We were out that day, and some lioness came down with three cubs from the hills. This lioness didn't know her kids wanted to go play under this vehicle we were in, like a Jeep, you know, SUV, minivan thing. And uh, this lioness basically is trying to get her kids, her, her cubs, out from underneath the, the, the van. They're underneath their plane. Remember, the windows are rolled down on this thing. And, you know, we're not armed. Now, they may have had a gun somewhere in the vehicle, but I didn't see one. We're supposed to stay in the vehicle. And here we have this picture of this lion. I could have reached out the window and touched her. 
And Sharon's like hanging out the window because she thinks it's the coolest thing ever. And I looked at Sharon. I said, you probably don't want to hang out the window with this lion like, you know, three feet away from you. So we slowly rolled up the window like that was going to make a difference with a, you know, 500-pound lioness. But that was an interesting story. So back to the subset. So that night we have dinner, and I'm walking to dinner. And here's this Maasai warrior. And I kid you not, he has a wrist rocket slingshot. And he's trying to – these baboons had gotten over the hot wire. They protected the camp from lions. And this baboon had climbed a tree, and he was trying to get rid of this baboon. And so he had a, he had a wrist rocket slingshot that he looked like he maybe it had surgical rubber on it. And I told him, see, he's trying to get this thing out of the tree and get it to run away and leave, but it doesn't want to leave. Everybody keeps feeding it. And so I said to him, I said, can I take a shot at the baboon? Now, I don't want to hear this. I don't want you guys to fuss at me. I'm not killing a baboon. They're unbelievably mean. They can rip your arm off. Just just let you have that little sidebar. They're not a, they're not a friendly little animal you're going to go pet. And let, you're not going to grab it and let the baboon climb on you, all right? They're that dangerous. So he's got this wrist rocket. And I said, let me take a shot at this baboon. I've never shot something in Africa. Let me have fun with this because I really don't want to be out there killing animals here, but I'd like to shoot this baboon. And so he handed me this wrist rocket. I pulled this thing back. Uh, we aimed that thing. I whacked that baboon right in the bottom. And he jumped up, and the, and the Maasai warrior started laughing. He goes, I didn't think you could do that. And I laughed, and I said, evidence of a misspent youth. <laughs> he looked and laughed, and it was so funny. Uh, you know, that, so that why, that's why I was getting Austin a wrist strap. Okay, okay, I'm done. Austin, take over, but I'll, I'll, I'll come back. I'm, I'm way off track. I What's wrist rockets are fun, not going to lie. I had a good time when I was younger. They're definitely uh, – it's good. it's good to teach and train young children, boys and girls, on how to aim and hand-eye coordination in general. Whether or not you're going to use an appellate gun or a BB gun or a wrist rocket, it's definitely something that's crucial, and I highly recommend you guys know my stance on it. Gun safety, weapon safety, any type of safety when you're dealing with a weapon is obviously crucial. But again, allowing children to be children and allowing them to be trained and understand that hand-eye coordination and being able to do stuff. And so you never know. Some point you may end up in Africa with a wrist rocket and you got to shoot a baboon. You never know, and you want to look good doing it. So it's a good skill set to have. You know, when you're younger and learn how to aim. So I would throw that out there as well, because you know, quite frankly, this. This younger generation, you know, especially the millennial generation, the ones that are raising kids right now, it's been an embarrassment to me to be included in this generation. I've kind of subset myself out of it because it's crazy to me how a lot of these kids now, like in Hunter and Kendall's age, I see them sometimes, I go places, these kids have no critical thinking whatsoever. They have no social skills whatsoever. They want to sit and play on an iPad every single where they go. They have no idea how to actually go out and do anything or work, much less do much of anything at all. It was funny. The other day I had a guy come over, real good detail, and he was helping me detail one of my vehicles you know, get it all real nice and cleaned up. So I tried to do that occasion, get it waxed and polished and everything, try to take good care of him, especially in Florida. And uh, he sent me a video because he had a pressure washer out there. And I've got a I've got a wall beside my house, and Hunter is he sends me a video. Hunter's on the wall, pressure washing the top of the wall, and I just started laughing. I'm, just, I'm like sitting here, it's like the wall's like six foot tall. He's walking around up there, pressure washing it. Just I mean, I guess just he felt like doing it. That's because he loves doing stuff like that. He loves being active. He loves working because that's why I've showed him how to do it all the time. When he was younger, and so he's really, really active all the time. And you know, it's sad that a lot of these kids nowadays they don't even get the opportunity. They really don't. Their parents are so wrapped up in their jobs or they're so wrapped up in their own little life or they're so wrapped up sitting on their phone at home all the time. And that's a crucial thing. You know, I, I remember I talked to a guy a while back ago. And he was into psychology as well. He had raised a bunch of kids. And he told me, he said, anytime you're doing something, he goes, make sure if your kids come up to you, if they approach you, they're wanting your attention. 
they're wanting to engage you. They're not walking up to you just because they have nothing else to do besides walk up to you and talk to you. They want to engage with you. And he goes, anytime that happens, if you're on your phone or you're on your laptop, if you're working, he'll stop what you're doing. It's a promise. you. Right? He goes, I promise you, it's not that important no matter what it is. They are more important than whatever you're doing is. And he goes, stop what they're doing and look at them in the eyes. Make eye contact with them when they're talking to you. Show them that they're important, that what they have to say and what they're doing is important. Now, I get it a lot of times. Sometimes kids just do repeated things. All Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. And I get it. This is obviously sometimes stuff like that. But what he was referring to is, you know, especially if you haven't been doing something active with them currently or they're running around and they suddenly want to come engage you, he goes, take that time, take that small moment to show them that you're engaged in what they're saying. He said, because so many times now, parents will listen to their kids and never even look at them because they're so busy playing on their phone or texting on their phone or playing these stupid little widget games that people put on their phones. I've never seen more grown adults play games on phones that I have now. I've seen it out in public. I've seen it at home. I'm like, are you really that bored with your life? I mean, I'm, a lot of times I'm on my phone a lot. I'll be checking emails. I'm doing conference calls. I'm going in chats that I got to do as far as with suppliers. I'm constantly responding to people all the time. I've got customers that text me up, business stuff that I'm also doing on the side that te- you know, text them. I got it. But sitting there, nothing else to do and playing games, games. Somebody the other day, they were, they were doing something else like Candy Crush. I'm like, what is this? You have nothing else to do. No, don't be that parent. Don't be that dad. Don't be that mom. So you've got kids, actively engage with them, wrestle with them, train with them. That's why Hunter, he loves, he's getting so good at jujitsu. He's actively grappling and fighting and, you know, doing striking with Muay Thai and everything now. And he's really starting to progress well. And he's really starting to come into his own. And my daughter's in as well, boy and girl. And my son that's coming up now, that's going to be here next year. He will be in it as well. Having the ability to defend yourself or defend your loved ones is a very, very important, crucial factor in being a young adult and growing into being older. Because once that skill set is ingrained in there, once that skill set is pushed into them, it generally never leaves. Now, obviously, you want to t- tighten up your skills sometimes and expand with the same thing with firearms. You know, you'd be a super, super skilled operator. But if you haven't shot in six months, you can be a little rusty when you get back on the trigger. You put a couple mag down range, you're going to be right back on it again every single time because you have those skills ingrained in you. They come right back, muscle memory. And so that's why it's really important to these younger kids right now, give them that muscle memory. Help encourage them to engage and be active, do things, and continually make sure you're raising little Americans because they are the next generation behind us. They are going to be the ones that inherit what we do right and what we do wrong. And that's why their health is so valuable. That's why I always recommend, you know, the ultimate multiple chewable in the cod liver oil at Children's DHA. I t- talked about it yesterday in detail with what these kids are seeing now with these behavioral issues. And also, too, we see now with these kids how they've had so many issues with the school, with the lockdowns, with the mask. And they want an outlet. They want an exit. They want. That's why a lot of them get wrapped up in crazy video games all you know, 10, 12 hours a day. They get wrapped up on the iPads. Don't allow them to get wrapped up in that lifestyle. Allow them to still be active and engaging. It's so, so very important. Also, too, in other news, like I was talking about earlier with the uh, – this is, this is something really kind of ironic. The, this article from CBS News here, speaking of irony and speaking of you know um, the climate change. The world's richest 1% of 
emit as much carbon as five billion people. This is just almost a funny article, but it's it's really ironic how you have these absolute just pieces of garbage individuals that act like there's some elitist ruling class and tell everybody what we have to do. You can't drive anywhere. You don't need to do this. You need to sit in your home in the darkness and the heat because, you know, it's for climate change. Then it shows here that the 12 of the world's richest billionaires contribute to over 17 million tons of emissions with their homes, transportation, private jets, yachts, and investments. This is just ironic as well. This is the amount of carbon dioxide emissions the top 1% was reported to produce in 2019 was 5.9 billion tons, enough to change a global temperature. The lead cause of death is the same as estimated. And ironically on the graph here, the three top most contributing <laughs> – Polluted people in the world, Carlos Slim, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos. I mean, by a landslide, these three. So next time you hear these clowns try to tell you what you need to do and what you can and can't do with your life and how you need to basically go do this and go do that and sit around and eat crickets in the heat with no AC because it's for the safety of humanity – why don't you tell them to sell one of their 15 houses or stop flying around their eight private jets or their mega yachts? They actually go do something, and I don't care what they have. Some of those yachts are insane. They're so cool. The jets are awesome. I'm a huge, huge you know, fan of planes, but that's cool. Do you, but don't sit there and tell me what I have to do while you're flying around in Gulfstream 750s around the world telling everybody how they need to eat crickets and drive electric cars and not go anywhere. I can't stand that hypocrisy. What do you think, Dad? <laughs> You know, well, they don't really want us to have electric cars. They want us to walk. That's and, true. Uh, I, I particularly like the part you have to sit in the heat and eat crickets. Uh, that's just that's the thing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hundred right. degrees out. It's hundred degrees outside. It's raining and it's humid, and you've got a bucket full of crickets, and, and now you can't walk, you can't drive anywhere because your car is no longer available, and so you're going to sit around and you know get the toothpick out and start eating you know crickets. I mean, I mean, yeah, is that what they want? EV cars, EV cars blocked from charging because you said something bad. On oh them. yeah, I, just, I mean, so yeah, so Bill Gates and these guys, they're just they're just they're just they're they're Rothschild cutouts, which are ultimately the satanic group cut out so that's all they are and uh they you're right they're, they're, yeah, but yeah, their hypocrisy has no bounds by the way the vets now are releasing guidance for dog owners to keep their pets safe as mysterious disease races through canines across the united states i want to say this researchers are unsure what is causing the respiratory infection in dogs more than 200 canines in oregon alone have been struck down since mid-august now this is interesting to me because remember the dogs and the animals and the cats in many cases also got the covid shot and this respiratory disease is pretty rampant right now because it's happening to so many different people because their immune systems have been downregulated because of the shot. Make sure you take your supplements, take your C, take your D3, take all of the stuff that we talk about on an ongoing basis to keep your immune system strong, especially as we come into this winter season of full-blown now because so many more people are getting this. I love you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. I had the opportunity to pray for you again. You guys are my family. And I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Also, finish it up, and we'll talk to you guys on Friday. Absolutely, my friends. And, yes, we do appreciate and thank the support of Health Masters. We get, I'm getting lots of emails I'm responding to right now, getting caught up before tomorrow's off, constantly getting you know uh, order comments, which are great. I love seeing those when orders go out. I really appreciate the constant support of Health Masters because what we do here is trying to change something for the good, trying to make, help people become healthier, try to – not help people get the knowledge how to educate people because it's not just 
about, you know, providing something like a high quality supplement. That's a huge portion of what we do and we do it well, but it's also about bringing the knowledge forth. And that's why we did this show. We started in 2015 because me and dad talked. I said, dude, we got to start doing stuff to get more information out there. We got to really encourage people to become knowledgeable, to do research, to really dig, dig deep through the nasty stuff to really see what's going on. Because once you start realizing what they've been doing in the food system, what they've been doing in the supplement industry, trying to ban certain products. And I still remember when they were, they were trying to ban inacetylcysteine with the FDA in 2019, 2020 during COVID. The FDA finally, they just got a bunch of flack from it, kind of went on the back burner. But everybody knew inacetylcysteine was doing a fantastic job with repairing lung tissue and helping to maintain overall health and detoxify the body. It's been used for decades and it works great, basically a byproduct of sulfur, and yet they were trying to ban it. Same time they were telling people you couldn't talk about vitamin C for COVID. It was all designed to keep people dumbed down and uneducated. Knowledge is power. The more knowledgeable somebody is, the more educated somebody is on the right topics, the more effective they can be at eliciting change because those people can educate other people. And they can educate more people, and that's how it works. Is the more you do that, the more it expands. The more people continue to learn, the more people stand up, the more people don't back down, and the more they continue to talk about what's really happening. And that's why they do not want freedom of speech. That's why they're doing everything they can to control the internet. That's why they're doing everything they can to censor social media platforms. That's why they're doing everything they can to get these podcasts down and you know shadow ban everybody all the time. But again, as we're working together and we're growing and living and enjoying life, it's crucial that you continue to encourage others to do the same. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be having interesting conversations around Thanksgiving tomorrow. <laughs> I saw I saw a shirt somebody sent me the other day, and it was like for Christmas holidays, and it said "unvaccinated and ready to talk about politics." And I just started laughing. I was like, "Oh, that's that's going to be an interesting." <laughs> Interesting family affair at Christmas and Thanksgiving with a lot of people now. Because you got to remember, a lot of people have not seen each other in the last couple of years. Up until, you know, what, 2022, they were telling people you shouldn't even really be having people together. By the beginning of 2022 is really when a lot of stuff happened. You got a lot of these families, a lot of these liberal families that never really did anything together. So this is going to be interesting here. I encourage you guys to have fun. Enjoy yourselves. Have a great time with family. Have a blessed Thanksgiving, my friends. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com. I'll let it out early today. So I'm going to put on the Hagman Show. Thanks, five. The coupon code. I'm going to send an email out on it later on tomorrow. That's our Black Friday, early Black Friday sale. Thanks, five. That's 5% off store-wide kits, specials, packs, everything. So take advantage of it at healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome tomorrow. And we'll talk to you again on this show Friday as always.
broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs> 